So basically I had, this is like 2016, um, basically borderline anorexic. Um, and then I was overweight. Um, and then I started to cut down a little bit, but I was still in between. And then I finally got to this. Welcome to the Success Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Christian Evans. This podcast is about improving our relationship with nutrition and exercise to achieve success in our fitness journey. And our special guest today, Duncan Tilka, owner and founder of sixpackaccelerator.com will help us do just that once he shares his story of what helped him lose over 40 pounds, his favorite cheat meal, and who sixpackaccelerator.com is for. Without further ado, Success Fitness family, please welcome Duncan Tilka to the podcast. How you doing, Duncan? Hey, I'm doing good. How you doing, family? Man, good, 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 man. Uh, I was letting every uh, letting Duncan know before we hit record how I love this background. I love those lights <laughs> back there, and I see it going from like purple to like a pink or a red. Man, that's 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 really nice. Really nice. That's really nice. So, where are you uh, currently, and where are you currently from? Yeah, so I was born and raised in Jacksonville Beach, Florida, and okay. I'm, uh, still living here. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You? So. I'll, Oh, so how's the weather down in uh in Florida? I'm in Peoria, Illinois. I'm in Peoria, Illinois. It's it's kind of cold and wet. It's been rainy today. I just looked outside of my window, see if it stopped raining. I was about 40 degrees. What about down there in Florida? Yeah, we uh we actually just had a cold front. So yeah, we're we're in the 40s today. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Right, I was just yeah. getting ready to ask you. I'm like, what's your definition of a cold front in Florida? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, man, we're about the same. We're about the same. We're about the same. Uh jumping right into it. What motivated you to start your fitness journey and how did it lead you to your current profession? Great question. So um essentially when I started, um I I had gone through a rough uh, phase of my life, and as soon as um, I made that decision, I basically cut off all options. I said, you know, I'm going to figure this thing out, and I heard it said that, like, I was setting my goals, mm -hmm. my one-year, five-year, 10-year, you know, just life goals in general, what, what things I wanted to achieve and help other people achieve, and right. one of those goals was, okay, you know, eventually, you know, become a millionaire, but um, another was, you know, get down to six pack abs. And I heard it said, um, in passing that it's harder to get six pack abs than it is to become a millionaire. And I knew I wanted to achieve huh. both. Uh -huh. And then, and so I was like, okay, well, which one, if I achieve first will help me achieve the other one faster. Um, and so I, I basically set on the journey to, um, achieve six pack abs. And then now I'm trying to help other people do it. Um, but faster. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So what were some of the, the methods that you initially started off with that didn't work in this, uh, this goal of reaching this, this six pack abs? That, that's a great question. So, uh, do you actually mind, uh, sh uh, if I can share my screen, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let's okay. see how, how it works on here. Awesome. Um, so I'll just kind of show, so this is the, um, here, I'll go to slideshow. So this is our brand. Um, and I basically, so this is like my journey in a nutshell. Okay. Um, and so basically I had, this is like 2016, um, basically borderline anorexic. Um, and then I was overweight. Um, and then I started to cut down a little bit, but I was still in between. And then I finally got to this. And so what was your gotcha. question specifically on what did I try? What that did you try work? that didn't work? That didn't that work. That didn't work. Great yeah. question. So um, a lot of the things that I tried, you know, I tried the, you know, starving yourself or fast extended fasting or, 
you know, you try the chicken and rice diet every single day. and just <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, yeah. And it wasn't until um, I actually took a business course where uh, they talked about the importance of tracking your KPIs, just like you would in a business. Okay. So KPIs specifically being like your key performance indicators. So um, like numbers, like, you know, how many calls did you make? How many this? And so as you can see here, I had this wearable called Whoop. Okay. And so I basically, I started to track all my KPIs. So, right. uh, you know, times that I woke up, when I put my computer away, how much sleep I got, what my weight was, my macros, all these different things. And I was able to pace out when I would achieve um, my target. And then I basically, I, I basically just uh, started playing a lot more sports and um, eating right. So right. I think things, things that I tried that weren't working was uh, just, you know, trying to starve myself and just try to bootstrap it and just get okay. their brute force. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. I got you. So you went into analytics, <laughs> basically, yeah, you know what I mean? Basically. Yeah. yeah you <laughs> yeah. know, you're a numbers guy. You're a numbers guy. I'm a numbers guy too. Yeah. You know what I mean? To a certain extent, but this is very, very interesting. I'm just looking at uh, what I can see without squinting because I'm on my phone. So it's nothing that oh, you're yeah. doing wrong or anything like that, but that's very, that's, that's, that's very, very interesting. Um, just from an analytical standpoint, because, you know, I have my Apple watch, right. And, you know, yeah. it has its own stats as far as, you know, what I'm tracking, but this looks just more in depth. So how did you come across this KPI system? Yeah. So the Google sheet, um, that this is like years in the making, I would, um, essentially track my daily habits up here. So I, so um, it, I heard it said that, you know, the top um, for, uh, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies are constantly tracking KPIs. You know, how can they measure gotcha. their business and improve it? And so I basically took my daily habits, as you see in blue here, and then gamified it to where like, OK, I'm trying to check these boxes every day. And then mm -hmm. I started doing, OK, make sure I track my stats every day, you know, make sure I do a sport or I do my protein smoothie. But then I really started to hone in on um what we see here as whoop so this is where they they give you weekly and monthly performance assessments and i can see all my sleep stats you know is my um uh, my rem my slow wave sleep all these different gotcha. um gotcha yeah so i basically take these and then i implement it into um like they'll give you weekly performances gotcha. and i'll see okay do i need to improve in my sleep because i mean if you if you eat right and you sleep right and then you train, it's like, you're just eventually going to get there. Right. 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 So, right. I yeah. Got tracking you. these really, um, just basically tracking out the data and then seeing what uh -huh. levers to pull. Um, and then also another thing was, um, you know, in terms of like tracking, like I take my, uh, grocery list yeah. and, um, just kind of having, okay, what are my foods that I am eating? and how much does it cost and just mapping everything out to kind of project the future and then stay right. on that pace. All right, cool, cool, cool. So that was very informative, very, very, very interesting, very interesting in, um, in, in what helped you. So you said that was your KPIs, key performance indicators. That's one. Yes, sir. Uh, two, um, was the, you said whoop, is that what the wear, the, the, the wearable was? Yeah. So it's this little, uh, fitness tracker yeah. okay 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 yeah. and how did you hear about that how did you come across that yeah so um 
I I may have seen a commercial or I heard someone gotcha. talk about it. Um, and then I decided to try it out. And then after researching, like going on Reddit and seeing what other users of it, how they were using it, um, I found that the way that they use their algorithm to track their HRV, which um, for the people that don't know, heart rate variability is the number one fitness indicator for your body's ability to take on right. strain. Right. And so just like Apple Watch and all these different things, they, they track your HRV. Whoop right. is the only one that has a specific um, way they measure it. And so long story short, simple terms, I found Whoop uh, really helps change the consistency in your lifestyle. And that as soon as I got consistency and just started doing the things I know I should be doing, that's when it um, went to the next level. That's when it all clicked. Now, yeah. what was uh, one or some of your toughest obstacles that was in your way in the pursuit of six pack abs? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a it was a lot of mental. It really wasn't okay. even the um, the it was you know my identity. How did I see myself? Did I really right. believe I could achieve this? You know, am I a consistent person? Am I like just that belief and like seeing myself as um, who I wanted to become? Who did I have to become to achieve this goal? Um, because like, in terms of like, like for me, you know, if, if you were to say, okay, why do you want to get a million dollars? There's a lot of extrinsic motivations of like, okay, you know, you, you could buy a nice car. It looks good. But for me, the biggest intrinsic motivator was who do I have to become in order to achieve that goal? You know, what does my discipline have to become? You know, what does my leadership have to be? You know, I have to be willing to cut out things, um, and sacrifice essentially, right. um, yeah. Right, right, right. And so in order to get six pack abs, right. Um, mm -hmm. and being in this fitness game for a while, it's, that's one of the number one things, uh, I get far as requested, right. It's like, how do I get, you know, abs? I want, I want abs. It's like, well, if I have to be specific and be a nerd, then <laughs> it's like, we all have abs, right. We all have abs, right. It's just, how do you get them to reveal? And mm -hmm. you were overweight um, from your standard and you had to, you had to lose weight, obviously. Well, let everybody know. Mm -hmm. You have to lose weight in order for your, your, your abs to show, right? So mm -hmm. the abs that you already have, so they can, they can show. And so how did that click with you and saying, okay, you know what? The one thing that I got in this way is obviously my stomach and mm -hmm. I'm trying to reveal my stomach. What made you or what motivated you or was it the six pack abs far as the achievement of that or to get that um, inspire you to to drop that 40 pounds? I didn't mean to to load that question up. I was trying to. do. Yeah, that. yeah, you're good. Okay. I, but yeah. like, obviously, you have to lose weight in order for your already uh, abs to show. So now that you're like, okay, yeah, I want the six pack ass, but it's like, man, okay, I got to lose some weight. So how was your weight loss journey in, in uh, achieving that six pack abs? Yeah, yeah, great question. So, um, so one thing I learned was how exactly what you mentioned, you know, you have to, like, we all have abs, we all have, them, right. but you have, you have to be able to see them. And really it just comes down to body fat percentage. And so um, what I realized was, okay, I need to be in a caloric deficit to lose weight and thus lose body fat percentage. But the issue with that is that, you know, it's hard to just, you get hungry. Like you want to eat food, right? Right, 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 so, right. So the thing was, I, that's when I came across um, this principle of high volume eating. 
where okay. you eat low calorically dense food. So um, if you, you know, if you were to take like a Dairy Queen, um, you know, uh, McFlurry or um, like one of those, you know, that might have 2000 calories where, and just for principle's sake, if you had three big bags of spinach that you ate, that's only 180 calories and you'd be full right. off the spinach. Right. Now, and I'm not saying, you know, you go eat three bit bags of spinach, but the principle is the same, you know, finding high volume calorically dense foods that will fill you up, but they're low in calories. So you're still in a deficit to burn body fat. I got you. I got you. I got yeah. you. So does that answer your question? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. I love it. I love it. Now, how long did it take you to drop that 40 pounds? So it was almost a two year process Okay. Um, because I really did not have all the systems in place that I have now, such as, you know, the, the tracking sheet to where it is now but also using um, like I have a meal prep delivery services I use now where, you know, you can just scan the barcode and it uploads it to my fitness pal. So it makes it a lot wow. easier. Yeah. Right. Right. Like That's that. nice. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's really nice. What's that uh, yeah. called? What's that uh, yeah. as far as the meal prep delivery service you use? Yeah. So there's a, there's a couple um, really good ones that I recommend such as daily harvest. Um, okay. There's is like, and they give you all the ingredients on the side. It's like organic, this, that, whatever. But I don't have to input the macros. I can just scan it. And then That's another dope. is a uh, splendid spoon. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. And I love the transparency of the two years, right? Because we yeah. live in this instantaneous gratitude type of society, right? Where it's just like, oh, lose, you know, 10 pounds in a week. And you know what? That can happen for some people, right? Um, but there's also people like you that, Hey, it took me two years and there's no shame in my game. And you let everybody know right then and there, there were certain systems that you just did not have in place for whatever reason, that doesn't matter. You just did not have them in place. But once you did, you're like, it clicked. And that's important to hear too, especially from a young man like you is that, Hey, you know what? This takes time. This took time. And I had to figure myself out you know, versus the, the latest thing to just drink and figure out that I'm, Hey, I'm gonna be down, you know, 10 pounds or 15 pounds by the end of month one, the, the end of month <laughs> two, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, and that's important that, 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 that really is important. Uh, uh, well, it is important because, you know, slow and steady, slow and steady wins the race. Now, when you were, when you were dropping your weight, did you have like, uh, any personal trainer or nutritionist, or how did you finally started connecting? How did those uh, dots finally start connecting for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I was dropping the weight, I didn't specifically have uh, a nutritionist or a physical trainer, but I did, I was watching a lot of YouTube videos. So I guess you could kind of, you know, uh, put them as mentors in yeah, a way. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. For sure. So like Greg Doucette was a, a one that I learned a lot from Jeff Nippard, um, even the athlete X and um, a lot of those guys. And I mean, just learning about the principles of like the law of thermodynamics. Like if you want to lose weight, you got to just literally eat less calories than you burn. That yeah. was something so like, like I did not understand that until <laughs> yeah, I got I you. Heard. I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. It's like, it's simple by the time, like somebody hears it. And it's like, almost like how they say it too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's how they say it. And then you realize how, I guess, audibly how, 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 how simple it sounds or how easy it is. But going back to what you were saying earlier, it's like, you know, I get hungry, you know what I mean? I, I want this. And that's like, 
what you're talking about with the, you know, the mental and the strength, you know what I'm saying? Fortitude goes, um, come, comes in at, and, mm -hmm. you know, YouTube can be a great, a great, a great tool. And hopefully, uh, there's another, there's another Duncan out there who's listening to Duncan right now <laughs> through this, through YouTube and is inspired. I'm like, okay, like it clicks now. And, you know, this is the reason why, you know, I'm, I'm doing this podcast. So, you know, somebody out there listening that whatever it is that they need to finally connect, you know, it, it, it finally does. It finally does. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of went on YouTube, found some, um, creators that finally mm -hmm. made sense to you and things started adding up to you. And then you just went full bore, right? You dropped. 40, yes, sir. And, uh, you got your KPIs going, you got all your, your systems going, got your meal prep going. And then you started six pack ab, uh, accelerator. Um, tell me about the inception of that and who it's for. Yes, sir. So I started a six pack accelerator in this past November. Okay. Um, I've already got my first client and essentially the inception of that started where, um, I had done agency work, uh, social media marketing agency work for the past, uh, almost five years. And I enjoyed doing that. Uh, it's for restaurant and bars, but it wasn't, I wasn't as passionate about it. And okay. I decided I wanted to pivot to something where I could, um, be more of a direct impact for people gotcha. and really gotcha. coach them through the things we've mentioned. I got you. I got you. I got you. So was it nervous, you know, finally just getting started, getting your first client? How was that? Yeah. You know, i full transparency. I think a lot of the things that came through my mind were it's this, cause I'm an all in kind of person. Once I commit, I want to go all right, in. Right, right, all. right, right. And it was really like, okay, you know, is this something that I really want to, you know, put out to the people that I influence of, Hey, I'm going all in on this thing. And right. I think that was the biggest thing for me. Um, mm -hmm. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to learn along the way. And I'm just going to commit to it and do my best, learn throughout the process. And maybe one day I pivot to something else. But for now, I got I'm going to do this. I got you. I got you. Now, who is Six Pack uh, Accelerator for? Who is, who is your, your ideal client, your ideal clientele? Yeah, so our ideal clientele is entrepreneurs, uh, business, uh, business owners and coaches specifically I got you. people that don't have that much time to, you know, try to figure out, you know, their macros and it's really set for people who don't have enough time, but specifically we help entrepreneurs, business owners, and coaches. I got you. I got you. I got you. Now, with that being said, how do you fit working out into your daily schedule? Yeah. So with my daily schedule, um, I try to work out at the gym every single day, six days a week. Even if I'm sore, I'll just do like a light workout. And then uh, I try to do a sport activity in the afternoon. I got you. I got you. Now, what yeah. does a, uh, a typical day look like for you as far as including, as far as working out from the time you get up to the time you lay your head on the pillow in the bed? Mm. Yeah. So, uh, so a typical day, like today, um, I woke up at five. I do my morning routine. I go to the gym. And then um, I come back. I start getting to work. And then like this afternoon, after this call, I'm going to play beach volleyball. Okay. And then I'll come back and I'll do some of my recovery modalities uh, before sleep, early sleep. I got you. I got you. Now, what's your favorite muscle group or exercise to work on? Yeah, my uh, favorite recently has been um, back. That's something that was gotcha. kind of lacking. Same, 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 same <laughs> with me, man. Same what's your favorite? 
um, lately it's been back, but I always just like love chess, right? And the reason why I'm hesitant, because it's kind of like, you know, kind of like the, like in sports, like the GOAT debate, right? And it's like, some people don't need to, you know, be talked about. It's like, that's a no brainer. You know what I mean? Like it's Jordan and just like, we're not really going to get in debate about LeBron or Kobe or whatever like that. Respectfully, you understand what I'm saying? It's like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's a no brainer. You know what I mean? So it's like chess, but lately it has been back, you know, cause there's so many different angles. There's so mm-hmm. many, you know, say muscles back there that's working on you. You can start from the traps. If like, if you really want to be technical about it, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and all of that. And so if you just work your way all the way down to, to your lower lats and even how your obliques can still affect the look of your back too, you know what I mean? Like if you really think about it um, from mm-hmm. an aesthetic standpoint, but yeah, cause you can compound, you can isolate. Um, so yeah. So with that being said, what's your least favorite? Least favorite, uh, it would probably be. I I really don't have a least favorite right now. I, don't I got know. you. I yeah. got you. I got you. I got you. Or or one that, let's say you do less of that. You know you do is like you know I need to add that a little bit. Oh, I, I know exactly. Yeah, I'd say hamstrings. <laughs> hamstrings. Yeah. Like I yeah, do yeah. compound lifts, but in terms of isolates, like I don't really do hamstrings that much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, uh, same here, same here. Love, hate relationship. Uh, I just keep saying it every podcast that I ask people a ton of same questions. But, uh, you know, usually Monday is International Chess Day, right? And I've pretty yep. much changed it for me to be leg day because yeah. it's like I can do chess five times a week. You know what I mean? And uh, Monday is just an extra day for it. But uh, if, I go, if I go in Monday and start it off my week right, then um i ended off right you know so today i went in and i did actually legs and chest i did pretty much Ooh. two parts um uh some hamstring deadlift not hamstring deadlift so some deadlifts on the hack squat machine you know so mm. uh, doing those and then i actually did isolate some uh some hamstring curls but just lightweight right oh. so just <laughs> trying to transfer my mind versus like you gotta live heavy all the time you know you gotta lift to what your capabilities and your abilities are you know what I mean? And I then just go with it for pretty much from there. But uh, an exercise that I try to intentionally avoid, uh, walking lunges, walking lunges. Uh. <laughs> but I made sure I did them. I was actually cool. I had my balance because usually I'm just all unbalanced. You know what I mean? I'm tipping over or whatever. And then I was talking to one of my friends today. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do legs while he was doing chest. He was like, how often do you do calves? I'm like, I totally did not include that into my mental routine. And he was like, okay, you got to do some calves today. I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? So I ended up doing some calves, full, full leg workout. So, so yeah, so yeah, back, back in leg. So we, we, we share similarities. Now, what is your favorite cheat meal whenever you do decide to have a cheat meal? If you have one. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my cheat meals have definitely changed to where, okay. like now a cheat meal would be uh, like cereal. Okay. What's your favorite cereal? Yeah. Uh, so my favorite was uh, Fruity Pebbles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. You know, you know. <laughs> yes, man. I fell in love with uh, Fruity Pebbles. We stayed out in California with my dad when I was young. And I remember my cousin walking me to the store. I had to be probably about five, five or six, somewhere around there. And I could just remember going to the corner market. I wore a corner store. And I can just remember this red box 
This is Red Box. And then just going home is like the best thing ever. So I've been in love with Fruity Pebbles since I've been young. So there's nothing nobody can tell me about, you know, saying wrong about Fruity Pebbles. So, so yeah, Fruity Pebbles is the, is the bomb. And I kind of, I got to keep it out the house because I just eat the whole box in like a day. You know what I'm saying? What's uh, but it's, some, it's a, it's some, some, it's some shrinkflation going on nowadays right there. Oh, they like make the box? box. Yeah. yeah, man. And then it's like less in there, bro. It's yeah. less in there. Yeah. Yeah. Shrinkflation. But um, my favorite, I would say cheat meal is chocolate chip cookies. Chocolate Ooh. chip cookies, man. Like they got to be soft. They got to be big. I don't like crispy chocolate chip cookies because you can mask if they're old. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, Ooh. no, I need, you know what I mean? I, I, I need them soft. I need them soft. So yeah, that's my, that's my vice. Um, yeah, that, that's one of my vices right there. So What's your uh, favorite healthy meal? You know, is it is it the the chicken and rice like how you were saying earlier? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not the chicken and rice. Yeah, recently it's been. Um, are you familiar with like poke bowls? I've heard of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So like, I, I've been doing uh, a lot of poke bowls recently, where I'm okay. just I'm putting in a lot of different. You know, like uh, I'll do like a serving of spinach, kale, uh, rice. And then I'll put in um, soybeans, red onions, white onions, uh, carrot shreds. And then I got this umami sauce. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds then, like it's yeah. going to clean you out, man. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, that really sounds like if you eat a bowl of Fruity Pebbles, you can just eat some of that and like all is well. Like, and it just flows. <laughs> that's that that's important yeah. we gotta talk about it we gotta talk about it you know what i mean we got we gotta talk about it. just making sure everything flows right everything everything yeah. flows right now now what lesson did you learn about yourself when you reached your goal that you can give those who may be on the fence about starting their fitness journey yeah so one of the lessons i've learned since reaching my goal would be um you know, fail, you can't fail if you just never give up. You'll always learn. And I would say another one is the power of your thoughts, your imagination, you know, how you see yourself. I think the whole mental game is big. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think you're spot on. You're, you're, you're spot on because when you reach your, your fitness goal, it's at least far as for me was more far as like, you know, and then what, you know, because, it, mm -hmm. you know, just being an all in person and you have to learn how to just take it all in, just be appreciative of the work that you do because mm. you're such in grind mode, right? You're such in work mode that you're constantly just chiseling, constantly chiseling, right? You're chiseling mm. for that gold. And once you get it, you're like, okay, all right, got it. Cool. Put that aside and you keep chiseling again. It's like, Hey man, that was 40 pounds worth of gold. That's worth like $4 trillion. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, well, I can get some more, you know what I mean? And learning how to just, you know, take the time out to, you know, smell the roses while they're there. You know what I mean? Because uh, like how you were saying earlier, you know, your focus can change your uh, your desires can change and you don't want to be able to. Well, you don't want to get older and look back and be like, I should appreciate it that a little bit mm. more and I should have. Um, enter whatever, right? This, this whole, you know what I'm saying? Should have should have method or should have thought process. Right. And like how you were saying, it's it's mental and that's part of having mental strength, a part of um, just being strong in your mind and being strong just just overall. And this is, uh, you know, shameless plug, but what I have across here as far as for my more weights, 
um, saying, right? Because it's like whatever situation doesn't kill you, you know, makes you stronger, right? And mm. if any situation, if any situation is not making you stronger, then you ask for more weight, you know, because <laughs> like you, you need that. You you need that because it's like, okay, if a weight is too light, right? Just think about when we're working out, we bench press, we start off with 135 and you're like, okay, that's light. I want to get stronger. So what do you do? You add more weight. You know what I mean? You put a 25 <laughs> on each side, right? And like, okay, that's cool. I think I can do some more, you know? And then what do you do? You add more weight. So that's kind of what life is, right? If any situation mm -hmm. is not making you stronger, it's like, add some more weight, add some more weight, mm -hmm. you know, to a point to where it's like, okay, not to say that I, would, I need to be stopped, but it's that challenge. It's constantly challenging yourself and not being satisfied with mediocrity, not being satisfied with, all right, you know, that's, that's good enough. And don't get me wrong. We can all get like that, but what pushes you, what drives you, you know, mm -hmm. like you said, it's like, okay, it took me two years to drop 40 pounds, but I had to get some things together first. In addition, there was a trial and errors. It was like, you know, I'm pretty sure you dropped a, a pound or two here, you know, dropped, you know, maybe 10 and then maybe gained some back. So, okay, something is, something is off, you know, and that situation made you stronger because you learned from it. It was the lesson that you learned from it. And it's like, okay, I keep doing the same thing over and over again. What am I not focusing on? Then something else connected with you and whatever that was, made you stronger right so mm -hmm. so yeah yep so great answer great answer great answer duncan tell everybody where they can reach you if they want to connect with you um via social media via website um everything yeah yeah so uh if they want to if they're interested in directly um joining our program uh they can go to sixpackaccelerator.com and that's the number six or uh, if you want to follow me i post uh content on different tips um, that I've learned uh, at Duncan Tilka, so D-U-N-C-A-N-T-I-L-K-A. All right, I'll have all that information down in the show notes. And if you found inspiration in today's podcast with Duncan Tilka, would like to support, then sign up to my weekly newsletter, The Success Fitness Newsletter. You will get weekly notifications when this podcast publishes every Sunday at 12 a.m. Central Standard Time. And you'll get 10% off your order at my merch store, successfitnessstore.com. So click the link in my show notes. And this brings us to the end of another episode of the Success Fitness Podcast. Thank you for listening and thank Duncan Tilka for appearing on the Success Fitness Podcast. And remember, if any situation is not making you stronger, simply chant more weight, more weight, more weight. Peace out. Hey, thank you, Christian. <laughs>